always is. The trade of trading for traders. Hosted by Nephew Elite and Rex Dog Actual from RexDogTrading.com. Excuse me while I whip this out. The question on hand right now is rules on trading in a sideways market. I'll let you kind of start and share your thoughts first on what have you noticed when you're trading in a sideways market? Do you have a challenge with it? And then I can share some insight. Yeah, I mean, actually, I have. Well, it's hard to actually answer this question because I always have trouble. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, I mean, when I'm seeing a lot of range, like by sideways market, it's talking about ranging market kind of. I would, yes. Okay. How to trade in a range or sideways market. Uh, Yeah, so for the most part, I would say I do well in ranges because I try to pull out. I can usually see when a range is going to happen because I see the reactionary I'm going to either stalls or it doesn't break where I want it to. So I tend to stay out of those ranges. But when I do trade in ranges, I'm really just trading momentum for the most part. Um, if that makes sense. Usually if I'm in a range at all, it's either like in a long position, it's strong, long or strong, short, whatever. And I see a lot of stallage. I'm not going to stay in it. But if I see it, you know, going up, testing a high and then come back down and test momentum. And then that's the range. I will play in those ones because I'll just buy at momentum or sell at momentum as it comes down and picks me up. But for the most part, I try to stay out of those because I get messed up pretty badly. I get in a trade, instantly goes against me, and then it goes back up after I pull out. It's pretty rough to trade in those um, ranges, but I would ask you, how do I trade better in those? Well, I, it start, first starts with the philosophy. So the philosophy is, 99% of the time, the market's always in a range. So unless the market, the, the particular thing you're trading is reaching new time highs, and typically that doesn't happen that often, but if it's going to all-time highs, then you can look left of the chart and you can, there there is no argument, you're in a range because you can identify, let's say that you're trading daily, you're doing day trading, you can look left of the market on the daily time frame or the four-day time frame or the weekly time frame, and you can find a level that is above you, and you can find a level that's below you. That is the definition of a range. So you are within a range because you can guarantee that the market is going to hit one of those levels. I can guarantee it. So we can pull up any chart on anything right now, and we can pull up where it's at right now and identify an upward range or an upward level and a downward level and I can guarantee to you it's going to hit one of those levels it's guaranteed so the first thing is to accept that you live in the matrix <laughs> okay I guess I get a little uh, Andrew Tate on everybody but no accept that you live in the matrix Accept uh, that you're always in a range you're now the range might be larger but you're always in a range what you want to do is you want to break down that the range smaller and smaller and smaller so that your rate, your decisions on where the market's going to go and and the the strong levels of those ranges are are closer to where the price is at and that's why we use uh in our and I know we talk a lot about our system but we use a a chart system where it's 
chart four, and chart four is a tick chart, and it's large tick numbers, and we go from strong level to strong level. The market moves from strong level to strong level. Well, if you're in the between two strong levels, you're in a range, and then it's just really predicting through indicators or through your logic which direction, which area, the upside of that range or the downside of that range is going to hit first. The other aspect that you hear a lot, and this is something that you have to prove to yourself, but I'll just share with you from my years of trading, most breakouts from a range fail. So knowing that, knowing that it's over a 50% in, in my trading and the philosophy that I adopt, over 50% of breakouts from ranges trade or fail, that's why you'll often see me, I say, calling the bluff. I call a bluff on a range where it, it's in a range and this is the first time it's going to break out. Really? It's going to really break out that first time? That's where I'm calling the bluff. So a lot of times, what you, you have to assume you're always in a range. Just assume you're always in a range because you are and get good at defining ranges and the reactions to those ranges. Does that make sense? I mean, is that too high level? But that's really where you start. No, I mean, that actually makes the most amount of sense. I haven't looked at that in this perspective before. So it makes a lot more sense, actually. Because we all, I mean, I guess you're right. We always are in a range because the high and low. And then I can really just trade in between there. I was establishing that before, but I didn't correlate that with, you know, as a range, you can just do the same thing. Oh, and so if we go to the, the title, the rules in, in a range, number one, assume you're always in a range. So understand where you're at in that range. That's the first rule. You're always in a range. So you are always trading within a range. It's, you usually have to jump up to higher time frames to see that. But even in a smaller time frame, you take a five-minute chart. Generally, not generally, you can take a five-minute chart and say, I'm in a range between these two prices. So you're in a range. So you're always in a range. Understanding that at a core level. The next rule is breakouts from a range generally fail. And generally breakouts, they will break out, but it's not, it's something, the breakout will break out, but it generally just doesn't break out and just keep going unless there's a news event. So when you've identified a range, and which all you have to do is go to your higher time frame or higher chart level, whatever it may be, and you see a breakout, very seldom does the breakout just happen and it doesn't come back and retest that area of breakout. Very seldom does it just impulse and keep impulsing and keep impulsing. So that's the other aspect that, that so you have to develop. One of the things I think that the challenging things that I see is people don't, for whatever reason, they don't create rules around trading things that they see time and time again. So for instance, if you find that you have a challenge in trading in sideways markets or range markets, identify where you make the mistakes. Identify where you make entry mistakes, where you don't exit, where you don't take profits, and focus on those elements and develop rules that you follow so that you don't repeat and make the same mistake over and over. That's really kind of a core of trading. That's another rule of sideways trading is basically 
identify where you make stupid mistakes, where you continuously are wrong, and find ways to psychologically trick yourself or put in procedures for to, to sound all technical, where basically when you do something like that, you you don't. It stops you. Or and that of course I take self discipline. I mean if you really want to get crazy, I'm sure you can search Amazon and find one of those devices like was in the first Ghostbusters, the original one, uh, where uh, in the beginning of the movie, the dude was getting shocked for trying to guess what was on the backside of cards. So you might be able to find something that could shock you. So you could probably maybe find something and have a big button on your on your desk that when you do something stupid, it <laughs> shocks you. Maybe you can get a cattle prod or something. I don't know. Figure That'd it be- out. I mean, you figure it out yourself, but whatever you need to do. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that that's... I. So the rules for trading in a sideways market... You know, number one, it's going to be assume you're already in the range. Yep. And then rule number two. You are in a range. You're always in a range. Yeah, you're in a range. So then define, then it's, it's so when you know you're in a range, the the further that you can bring that range down is the further then you can identify where the breakouts will happen and the further you can either call the bluff on the breakouts or trade with the breakouts from the range. Otherwise... You should always assume when you're in a range that that range is going to hold is the way I look at it. And I know that's simplistic, but generally that will, if you trade that way, this is, you know, we're kind of hampering ourselves because we're not talking about momentum or bias because look. it's Yeah, this is just range trading, yeah. but I think it's still valuable to understand knowing in your range because I didn't even know that really. So I guess I, I understand the concept now. But I didn't essentially think that, you know, since I'm trading the whole entire day, I'm not in this range. I don't. I wait for a small clutter, and then that's what I call range. But this makes sense. You know, this is, you know, hitting pretty hard for me. It doesn't get any more difficult than that. I mean, it's really, if you think about it, a range is price between two prices. Is 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 actually two prices. It's a lower price or upper price. Oh yeah. And you're either. Closer to the lower, closer to the higher. So one of them's in play. And then you just have to, uh, you have to either have a system that reverse engineers and tells you which level of the range is more probable of being hit first. And then you have to deal with what happens when that range high or range low gets tested. It's, it's really, that's why it seems complex, but really when you break it down to its components, it's not. It's just everything in between and because it involves money and because you're stressed out because you're in a position, whatever else, it makes it a little bit harder. But if you were to just break it out and just say, look, there's only a couple times here where I need to make a decision. I, I know I'm in a range because you're always in a range. I got an upper price and a lower price. My system, whatever your trade system is, should help you have conviction on which direction is more likely to hit the upper range or the lower range. And then you trade accordingly. And then when that range level gets hit, your system through patterns or through rules or through indicators should tell you, do you trade there? Do you get out of a trade there? What do you do? That's a reactionary in our system, for instance. We trade those reactionaries generally. Generally, we trade the reactionaries at least for a for a short amount of time or we use those reactionaries to take profits, but it really depends but it doesn't get any more difficult than that. I mean, we could try to make it more difficult, but is that clear? That makes sense to me. 
I would use what I just said last as, as your rules on training in a sideways or ranging market. If you do not follow these rules, we will know. <laughs> exactly. And we're coming for you. Or Rex will be coming for you. Yeah, Rex will come for you. Yeah. Him and his little bum leg. All right. It's time to get started with one of the best trade systems ever created in humankind. Visit RexDogTrading.com and discover how to consistently and reliably pull capital from the markets. Thank you.